Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. John, I'll start by asking you the title of the book is Securing the Irish State. What does that mean? Now, the title is very deliberate because it is a history of the civic guard stroke and guard from 1922 to 2022. And the title Securing the United States was chosen deliberately because it's the question that follows that, Securing the United States from what? Yeah. Well, the answer to that is that for about 75 years of the last 100 years, the uh, the Irish state was under uh, a severe threat at different times from an armed element within, from the so-called troubles, from and indeed from the very start of the of the of uh, 1922 onward, and of course laterally, probably from about mid, probably about 2005. It became more manifest that the drug problem was now the most serious threat to the yeah. security of the state in terms of its organization. That's the key thing, securing it from the armed threat that would otherwise destabilize it. Let's go back to this time, November 1922. There were some key events around Cork specifically. Well, correct, yeah. The, uh, Michael Collins, when he visited Cork on that inspection tour in August of 1922, one of the last dispatches that he sent back to Dublin was that it was absolutely imperative to get the civic guards, as they were then known for a year, to Cork and indeed to Limerick as well. So, the, the, And this was part of, I guess, what they were trying to do was to normalise in the wake of, or at least in the trail of the civil war, to bring normal civil policing. Remember, no courts were sitting. The whole civil uh, the whole civil mechanism had broken down. There was something very interesting in Cork, the Cork Civic Patrol, which was an unarmed group of men who had been recruited basically by the corporation, wore armbands to maintain some semblance of law and order. But that was the key thing. So yeah. the big event was how were the guards going, the civic guards going to get to Cork in November of 1922? Well, was Cork essentially lawless then, John, at that time? Well, there was, of course, the military conflict. Yeah. And as the irregulars withdrew to, to the more guerrilla-type activity, they left a trail of destruction in their wake. For instance, the infrastructures were damaged uh, 
Bridge, Railway Bridge at, at uh, Fermoy was down. And that was the case around the country. And yes, there was a lot of criminality, but it was like, if you like, the the dying vapours of the Civil War. And then it left a vacuum behind. And yes, it was a dangerous place. Indeed, as hence the Michael Collins story itself unfolds, which remember was only two months uh, previously that he yeah. was killed, you know, uh, not far from his home in West Cork. Talk to me about the arrival of the first Civic Guards in 1922. When did it happen? How did they come in? Did you tell me they came in by boat? Yes, yes, because what the, the military had done in their campaign against the regulars was when they found that the infrastructure had been totally disrupted, this, they hit on the idea that the only way to get, say, from Dublin or other centres that were held by the, the Irish Free State at that time was to come by boat. So the military had arrived all along the coast in boat, in boat including to Cork. So when they came for time to move the civic guards, the guards uh, left Dublin on the SS Bandon, as near as I can judge, uh, PJ, on the 8th of November 2022, arriving in Cork on the 9th of November. But they were followed by a second boat, which may have arrived late in the afternoon of the 9th of November or the following day. And that was the uh, Lady Carlo. So yeah. they were the two first contingents of guards, senior officers, inspectors, and about 80 men in each uh, group. And then they were slowly to spread out around the county, you know, to Bandon, to East Cork and stuff and so on. So that was the reason they came by boat was it simply wasn't safe or possible to make it by road or rail for that matter. And where, John, were the first stations, like any of the stations that we know today around the city and county? Would, would, do any of them track, track their history back to 1922? Well, they do and for different reasons. One of the things they regular Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. When they departed Cork, the Burden Union Key, which had been the the RIC barracks up to that point, and the the uh, the, the uh, people of my age in Cork will re- will well remember Union Key, and I think the same fate uh, happened the Bride well as well. So the first guards were actually billeted in the School of Music, and I think they used what we would have called in more recent times more so tell as their first uh, as their first oh, station. So like it, it really was an extraordinary it was an extraordinary time for uh, for that reason. I mean it wasn't until 
uh, April of 1926 that Union Quay had been rebuilt and that the guards moved back to it from Moore's Hotel to occupy Union Quay Station. My, my dad uh, served in, in, in Union Quay, so... In Unity and, of course, in more modern times, to the wonderful facility in Anglesey Street. But uh, that was the original move. And uh, in some places in West Cork, they were able to occupy, you know, vacated RIC buildings. In others, it was temporary accommodation uh, that became available to them. But they spread quite quickly through Cork, despite the fact. Uh, and I think that there was a certain amount of amazement, if you like, when they moved into Bandon and then further out to West Cork, uh, Skibreen, Clonakilty, Bantry, because... They were ostensibly young, unarmed men moving into what had been a, a military conflict zone. And it is remarkable that they achieved that without loss of life on, on, on their side. I mean, the the uh, the um, the first guard, civic guard to die, was in Tipperary in Mullahone on the 14th of November, 1922. Uh, so 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 it, it it was quite a remarkable achievement. It probably also spoke to something else. The um, the, the the people were weary of the war. They were weary of what was uh, what was was happening. In putting this history together, I I suspect you've had a lot of time to think about your view of the, the force that you served and the force that you've now studied in great detail. Is there anything looking back, John, that could have been done differently or that you regret wasn't done? For me, one positive, and that was Operation Lifesaver in 1998, which I was involved with. That was the start of a major road safety campaign. It was mm. sort of part of the peace dividend, by the way, and it meant that we introduced high technology to um, to really hit at the high road debts, which were well almost 500 a year at that stage and that has progressed very favorably when i look at it more structurally there was a, a, a development in 1995 uh, where regionalization was introduced which was a different form of uh, structural control of the gas and i don't want to make this too complicated that was an extremely bad move an extremely bad move and that has been followed on by the policing model that the guards now follow uh, which hasn't been costed. Uh, there has been no cost-benefit analysis on it. I mean, in very simple policing terms, and I served in 17 centres as well mm. as working overseas, there's one simple thing that I always wanted to know. If you lived on a street or a town in a townland, if I have a problem, how long will it take the guards to get to me? Yeah. And if you're changing things, then for God's sake, make it so that whatever structural changes you make will make it more likely that I will have a quick response when I'm in deep trouble. I am seriously worried about the current policing model. I'm worried about the lack of recruits, which is unprecedented because always, and my colleagues in Cork and Timbo will tell you that we never had any problem in attracting recruits to yeah. Timbalmore, and that's a problem at the moment. So those things concern me. No, I'm really confident that some really good people in the guards, but structurally, yeah, I would have worries. We talk about there not being enough boots on the ground. Well, I, I think that's, that is very obvious, and indeed the guards in rank and file will tell you that themselves. Uh, and it, it is not primarily, and this may seem strange when I say it, PJ, it is not primarily a function of the numbers. It's a function of how you deploy the numbers and the degree to which you have flexibility. But in very, very simple terms, and I worked in many areas of Dublin, and it's also in 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 Lee Shawfrey and and, and Loud Meat as a divisional commander, so I know that the, the scene is you you must not lose control of the streets. That is incredibly important because if you or I are walking down Patrick Street tonight, and I'm sure it is good in Cork, uh, you need to feel secure. Your wife, your family, your mm -hmm. nearest and dearest. That's the essential bit, and it doesn't matter how many. 
hypothesis you put forward or how you describe, you know, this wonderful new approach to policing, if it doesn't uh, deepen your gut, if you don't feel, yeah, this is great, I can enjoy the, you know, the environs, Dublin, Cork, Limerick, you know, Galway, whatever, then we're not getting things right. And there are areas that need to be, I think, professionally addressed, but also politically, PJ. That's the other side of the coin, because the politicians are the most powerful influence when they take an interest in this. We're always told that decisions are made by the commissioner and it's a matter for the commissioner. That's what a politician will always say to you. Yeah, but you see, the, the point is, is, is that's always the, the, the politician's um, heat shield, if you like. But it, legally, since the Garda Act of 2005, the minister is directly responsible for ensuring that the commissioner follows a policing plan. So there's a direct, and the commissioner has to report to the minister directly on all matters affecting the, the, the organization and can be directed by the minister to do X, Y, or Z. So, so the, the, that heat shield uh, doesn't work in, 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 in that sense. Uh, now, but there's an even a more basic fundamental one. Who controls the finance for the guards? Who controls the money for the guards? Who pays the guards? Mm. Who resources the guards? Of course, it's government through the minister. So, so when a politician says to me, and I'm asking a question here on the program about guard the numbers and deployment of personnel and what part of the country gets what number of recruits every time they come out of Temple Moor, the minister has far more power than the let none, is what you're telling me. Well, I'm saying very clearly that technically and legally, by virtue of the Garda Act of 2005, and that has been reinforced uh, as a result of the inquiries in 2014, that the, 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 the commissioner does not have ostensibly does not have operational control of the guards. I mean, he manages or she manages from day to day, but the operational control by virtue of that legal mechanism rests with the Minister for Justice of the day. John, it's a very comprehensive history. There's many, many hours of reading in it, even not just for a student of policing, but a student of politics and history of our country. John, thank you. Thank you, PJ. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 